Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. The best wrestling matches are the ones that keep you guessing can freak out as fans because we don't know what's going to happen. Often a story dictates what direction we must go in, however, and then one guy basically just tells you that, yep, they're screwed. Okay then. So I am Simon from What Culture. Please do smash that subscribe button. And this is 10 wrestlers who immediately told you they were losing. Number 10, James Storm. James Storm deserves a proper run at one of the big two companies. He's always smashed it no matter where he's been, but for one reason or another, aside from a brief run in NXT, it never happened. It should. What we're talking about today is when Storm was in TNA and Eric Bischoff was pulling the strings. As can be the way in business, those two didn't get on, leaving Bischoff to come out and say he thought James was unprofessional whenever he was told he was going to lose. Because in a few interviews, Eric went as far to say you knew when the cowboy was going to be defeated because go and watch his entrance and go look at his face. All the emotion was right there, and it took away from the finish. Now, I admit I have gone back and I've never noticed this, but I suppose wrestling is all about opinions. So make sure you look today, then you can make your own flippin' mind up. Number nine, Tony Storm at Full Gear 2022. Full Gear had to be good for AEW. All Out had its issues that we know about, so what better way to move past it by getting back to what counts? The wrestling. The promotion definitely achieved this and Jamie Hayter versus Tony Storm was a banger. Sorry, Taz. When people started to say Storm looked like she was mad about this as soon as she walked down the rampway. Now, once again, I've looked at it and I don't see anything. If anything, Tony just looks ready to destroy. But this is the power of hindsight. Sometimes it's legit. Sometimes we're seeing what we want to. For my money, I would bet Tony had been told the plan and that she would be turning heel after this so wanted to plant some seeds. Anything you saw in her eyes was the rage building. Either way, Storm has been great ever since arriving in AEW. And long may that continue. Number 7, Thunder Rosa at Revolution 2022. Eight months prior to this, we have a copy and paste situation. Everybody was saying the same damn thing about Thunder Rosa. She was facing Britt Baker at Revolution 2022 for the women's title. And given this was coming off the Crazy Lights Out match, people were pumped. The two had great chemistry. As soon as Thunder arrived, though, people say she looked pissed off. But once more, I didn't see it that way. She just looked ready to kick her rival's ass and let's face it. There was an argument this was the time to make the switch. As John Cena once said, the time is now. Ultimately, they had another top scrap until all the craziness happened a few months later. But as always... Please do remember that first and foremost, these are human beings. Treat them as nice as you can. Number seven, Kevin Owens at Fastlane 2017. Now, I'm sure Kevin Owens was pretty pumped up to face Bill Goldberg. Say what you will, but imagine growing up on the Attitude Era and then facing one of the most popular guys from that period must be surreal. The only issue at Fastlane 2017 was that Owens was the Raw World Champion and had barely got going. He was also ready for an excellent feud with Chris Jericho over the title when Bill crushed him at the pay-per-view, 
well, it felt a little short-sighted. The upcoming Goldberg and Brock Lesnar program also didn't need gold on the line, and there was a slight inkling that maybe, just maybe, Kevin was a little bummed about it. You would be, however, especially because KO hasn't been the champion since. We do need to change that as well, please, because it's been years, literally. So all I'm going to ask you today, WWE, is to make him the man again. Thank you very much. Number six, Jake Roberts at WrestleMania 8. A year prior to this, The Undertaker destroyed Jimmy Snooker to start his undefeated streak. Nobody knew this was an undefeated streak at the time because it wasn't part of the plan, but still, when we got to WrestleMania 8, we did it again. This time, Jake Roberts was the victim, which made a lot of sense because he was very much a WWF veteran, and everybody liked this apart from Jake. Bringing it up backstage and looking frustrated as he came to the ring, Roberts even glared into the camera at one point and basically acknowledged that this wasn't going to go his way. Not sure he cared that much about breaking the fourth wall. Behind the scenes, Jake was also telling Vince McMahon he was so angry that he wasn't going to show up to future events, and because of that, he got released. So the man was not pleased, and we wouldn't see him again for four years in a World Wrestling Federation ring. Whoops. Number five, Dean Ambrose at WrestleMania 32. Well, we know this one is true. Dean Ambrose has talked about it. The now John Moxley has said that he wasn't all that infused with his Brock Lesnar match because the Beast didn't really put a lot of effort into their no-hold-barred scrapped. In fact, he felt like he was ready to have his ass kicked. Brock wouldn't even do that. You can see Ambrose's frustrations here even more so when you know the story. And yeah, while on paper this was highly anticipated, it was a bit of a letdown on the night because nothing happened. Lesnar just beat him a little bit and we were done. It was worse as Brock was going to win even though he was headed back to the UFC, leaving Dean to kind of tread water for a while. No wonder at the end of his WWE deal he was so annoyed. I don't think they really knew what they had. For John Cena at WrestleMania 27. Now, I think this was John Cena just trying to sell the moment. After a huge over the top entrance, out he came, but rather than his usual energetic self, he was sort of a little bit somber. More serious, maybe. It was interesting. He, of course, was taking on The Miz in a match he was going to lose, but I don't think that's the deal. I would guess that maybe it comes down to The Rock. Because although we didn't know it here, Cena and Dwayne Johnson had real beef for a good while, and the ending of the match called for the Great One to screw over Cena, allowing Miz to retain the WWE title. It was a genuine shock. Given that John's point was going to be that he's in the trenches every week, whereas the Great One picked and chose his moments, maybe he was a little bit peeved at this. It was like getting murked by two people. They still did business, and we know the deal there. But do go back and watch this when you can. I actually think this one could be argued. The three, Kenny Omega at Wrestle Kingdom 13. So I am going to argue with myself here, because there is just no way. The only reason Mr. Omega gets in here is because it gets chatted about online, but I don't believe it. That man gets wrestling too much. It was an interesting time for sports entertainment, though, as just before this pay-per-view, a certain promotion called AEW had been announced which of course Kenny had signed with. So essentially, he was going to be taking some time away from New Japan. The twist was Omega being the IWGP heavyweight champion, so we had to sort that out, which surely meant he had to drop the belt to Tanahashi at the pay-per-view. Or did he? We didn't know. The answer was yes, which led some people to say Omega looked rattled during his entrance, or, because this was a last-minute decision, conversations were being had right up to the bell ringing. Even if that was the case, though, I still think Kenny would do the best he could and any interesting facials were likely intentional. That way you get the world talking. He also did mouth one last time into the camera. So seriously, man, I think he knew what he was doing, 
because he always does. Number two, Jonathan Gresham at Death Before Dishonor 2022. So another one where everything would come to light soon afterwards. Jonathan Gresham was not overly pleased that he was dropping the Ring of Honor world title to Claudio Castagnoli soon after Tony Khan bought the promotion. This seemed like it was mostly down to the fact that Gresham had tried to put the company on his back through some difficult times. Then all of a sudden, poof. It was all gone. We also learned about a very heated conversation between the two where Jonathan could actually be heard yelling at Khan. But recently, Gresham came out and explained this and admitted that at the time, he was in a bad position personally. So ultimately, he did let this all get to his head and he acted unprofessionally. But the best part is, Gresham and Tony Khan are now the best of friends once more don't have to worry about it. Still, by the time he walked out to face Claudio and didn't even have his usual ring entrance attire on, you kind of get the feeling he just wanted to get this done and get the hell out of Dodge. Number one, Ric Flair and anytime he wore red. So this is somewhat of an open secret and nobody has disproved it as of yet. Because if Ric Flair was going to lose an important match, he would don red wrestling gear every damn time. This was true at WrestleMania 8 when he lost to the Macho Man Randy Savage, when he tasted defeat courtesy of Ricky Steamboat at the Chai Town Rumble in 1999, and when he got pinned at Mania 19 against The Undertaker. If anybody had caught on to this back in the day, it must have totally ruined the outcome, although there were exceptions. When he retired for the first time as he battled Shawn Michaels at Mania 24, he was actually wearing blue. Next time you're bored though, definitely go and do the maths, because I tell you, You'll be surprised how many times this comes through. The hell was the nature boy thinking? Know of any other wrestlers who immediately told you they were losing? Please do let us know in the comments below before liking the video, sharing the video, and hitting that subscribe button. Then please do head over to whatculture.com where you can read more articles like this with your eyes. You can also follow us on social media at WhatCultureWWE and Miller316. And if you would like to watch another video, they should be on the screen right now. My name is Simon for What Culture. Thank you very much for tuning in as always. I am losing my voice because of that damn WrestleMania. But would I ever change any of this? Absolutely not. What a wild. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All time it is to be alive.